This week's episode is sponsored by Current Jerker Designs. When you're a promoter of any kind, one main obstacle you face is, how do I get more attention for my business? With Current Jerker Designs, you get over 10 years of experience with their creative marketing services. Reach out to Derek Sharp at currentjerkerdesigns.com. Again, that's currentjerkerdesigns.com, or you can email Derek directly to Derek at currentjerkerdesigns.com. <laughs> era, era, two heels in a freeze. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in the Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, it's a good old-fashioned snack size recap. Chris, what's up, man? What's up? We went to a wrestling show. <laughs> we we did. did. We did. We were there. Proof. Uh is your name just your name is just Romero now, right? That's your that's your uh, name. That, that's that? yeah, that's that's my name now. That's your name on the graphic on the, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, it just says Romero. So I'll just call you that, I guess, from now on. <laughs> um but yeah, we went to a wrestling show, man. Um first off, how have you recovered from it? I think I'm still kind of uh I don't know. I wasn't sick. I tested negative for COVID, but my allergies have been just destroying me. So I don't know if that's just from going yeah. outside or not. Um, well, I mean, I, I think it's so first of all, it's it's I think it's now normal to test often. Right. Like mm-hmm. we've gotten definitely too comfortable in a way. Uh, I mean, there's been festivals. There's there's a festival for everything to begin with. There was the Mole Fest. There was Sueños this weekend. <laughs> Um, there's, I mean, yes, I'm sure there's like a couple weeks ago, there was a Michelada Fest and Mimosa Fest and, and everything. So, you know, it, it's pretty cool to, to kind of get back to normal, but obviously keeping in mind, you know, the, the safety of others, like you texted me the next day and you were like, you know, I took a test just to be safe. Um, and I have been doing the same as well. So, um, I'm good, but yeah, allergies are definitely, you know, kicking my ass. Like I wake up every morning and I got to take my Benadryl which I hate. Well, it's not Benadryl. It's some other brand because Benadryl makes me super sleepy. So I cannot, you know, function. Your store brand allergy. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's whatever knockoff Walgreens. Sure. That um, stuff works, man. Buy that stuff. It works. As, hey, as long as, you know, that, you know, the itchiness and because um, sometimes I'll be here typing, you know, working and just crying for no reason. My eyes just get so watery. <laughs> You're just so sad. So I'm just You're so, so sad. sad you have to do the work. So right. Carla will come by and bring me a sandwich or something. She's like, are you okay? <laughs> just crying under your I'm shirt. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just crying. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to sound insensitive. Right. But like uh, everyone's vaccinated now and stuff. And this isn't going to be, we're not going to get on a pedestal for anything, but, but yeah, like, there's a lot of at-home tests that are readily available now. Mm-hmm. Just grab a few. If you feel funny, just pop one. And I, I think, yeah, I think it's just going to be part of the process now. If I feel if I feel off, maybe I'll just, and I know I'm going to see people, maybe I'll just pop one. But other than that, I don't think anyone's too terribly worried about it as long as you're vaccinated and stuff. So, um, but it's it's it was just it was just really cool. It was it was, it was good to go see a show again, obviously. Uh, but I've just been out of it so far after that show. So. We're gonna we're gonna deliver that we're gonna power through and we're gonna deliver a recap of FU4 Court. That was so. that was Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it was Saturday. Yeah. The the the, the venue, Thornton Distillery. Insane oh, the, venue. Just insane. I really venue. loved the venue. 
I mean, I, mean, I mean, it's great that they have wrestling, you know, like, yeah. Uh, and that's what brought me there. But shit, it's, a, it, I mean, for me, it's, it's about a, what, 15, 20 minute drive. Um, so it's like, I would definitely like go there just to chill, you know, sometimes like it's, it's a nice place. It, 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 it might not, when you're watching on IWTV, it might not look, it kind of just may look like an open room to you. I haven't maybe, seen any footage. Have you? I haven't, I've seen some footage online, mm-hmm. but I haven't like. I don't know how far the camera pans, you know, but there is like a bar area in that same room, but that's just like one twelfth of what this place is. Maybe Mm -hmm. like they have, it's kind of built on a hill. So you can kind of walk down and, and, and when you're walking down, you're kind of walking down the hill almost to like another level with more stuff. And then there's even a lower cellar basement that apparently has history to it and tunnels lead into the quarry. And like, this was Al Capone's at one point. And it's just like, it's, you could get lost in that place. I feel like. Hey, with that whiskey, you can get lost (laughs) in any floor. (laughs) Yeah. So we had a few, we had some old fashions, but you had, you had some of that uh, almond whiskey or something like that. It was like a peach almond whiskey of some sort. Um, It was tasty. It, it was good and it was pretty smooth. Um, so that's why I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like it's it's a place that I would, you know, just go and kind of really do a, a test of, of their stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really glad that that I got to go. I mean, I think this is their third show for Freelance Underground, who's that they've run a show there. Um, and you know, finally I was able to make it out there. Also, thanks to you, you drove. So well, you drive me all you drive me all over the place. I had access <laughs> to a car. I have access. I have access to multiple cars right now. It's a long story, but we're, we're at car sitting for Margaret's mom, who's in Greece right now. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, I th- I had just gotten back from Mexico as well. I think that's me. I I always get sick on return trips, so that's probably why I'm like not feeling great. Mm. But um, but yeah, it was. I was happy to return the favor uh, for you. And you were so nice that. Even though, so one of the things at the distillery is that they close the um, food, the the what do they call the kitchen, not the bar, the kitchen. They closed it at whatever time. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody kept talking about how food, how good their food was. Um, so that's did. that's something we we definitely got to try next time. But on our way home, um, McDonald's was also closing down. But you were so nice to the guy on the other side of the speaker. They're like, look, man. I'm going to hook you up. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't, I just didn't react. I didn't react with violence immediately because we pulled up to the drive through and there was a person in front of us who was like screaming at the person on the other side and taking orders through the speaker box. And then we, and then we're like, what the hell is going on? So that person drove away. The person that was screaming, we drove up and they're like, yeah, we're actually closing the kitchen. And like our reaction was like, ah, like, come on. Like, more mm-hmm. joking. Yeah, yeah. And they cooked us two cheeseburgers and two fries. They had to turn the grill back on. <laughs> that's what you get. You know, a little little bit of, like, nicety goes a long way. You know, they, they, they hooked it up, so that was that was pretty cool. So I walk into the house with, like, half a cheeseburger in my hand. <laughs> and, and Carla's still awake. And she's like, oh, so you have food already. I was like, <laughs> well, I mean, it is almost, what, 1230? Like... Well, I, when I, I picked it, when I picked up Margaret, I was like, I had the McDonald's bag and I was like, she always gets mad if I don't like get her something or at least uh-huh. ask to get her something. And I was like, I was like, 
like Margaret, please, like I promise this is all we could get. Like <laughs> they only made this for us. Like I and she was like, she didn't care, but I was just like, I would have got you something if I could. I was like on the defensive. Yeah, man, but it was it was a fun day. I mean, and, and again, like I think one of the conversations on our way home was, you know, we we try to make it out to whatever shows we can, and, and we love supporting freelance, freelance underground, AAW, Warrior, all of these promotions that we've kind of interacted over the years. And you know, things definitely have changed for, for both of us. And it's like we try to make it to whichever show we can. And the cool thing that, that I kind of noticed is like I still enjoy going to these shows, you know, like yeah, maybe a little bit of that absence like also allowed me to not take for granted that we get all this cool wrestling in Chicago, you know. It makes um, the heart grow fonder. Absolutely. You know? If you don't have it for a little bit, you start to miss it, and then yeah, you, you know. And it, there, one like, way or another, we still follow the storylines, right? So the the, the payoffs and, and the, the twists and turns that, that go along with that, like, um, and, this, and we'll definitely talk about twists and turns here. This show is appropriately themed, yeah. I mean, uh, James, James has James the, uh, you know, him as the owner promoter, etc., half owner promoter, etc. But now he's kind of he got himself a little bit involved. Um. And I've never, I know James managed at Galley. Uh, I know he has a backyard wrestling career, which we won't get into, but I know I, <laughs> hashtag FU James. Does that have multiple meetings? Maybe. Maybe. Um, but uh, he had, yeah, he inserted himself into, in this cor- into Matt Nick's side as this match went on. But now he's like fully involved. Um, and yeah, some crazy things happened, which we'll get into. But the, the show is named after, um, I guess a quote from El Capone that James mentioned in a, in a promo leading up to the show where it's, you know, if you have, if you have too many friends, right. They, the, they start to lessen, like maybe mm-hmm. all of them aren't really your friends or all of them aren't really as close as you need them to be. So you'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. You'd rather have that, that one, the, those four or maybe even one other really cl- close friend that you know, you can rely on instead of just kind of being, Friend, sort of friends with everyone was kind of, I think the, the, that yeah. was what the, why the show was named that. And I mean, let's, let's run through uh, the results, you know, like we would normally do. And then we can just talk about a few matches that caught our attention. Some of the, okay. <clears throat> the, the new faces that, that we actually got to see. Right. So, you know, we'll kick things off by, um, you know, again, and this show is available in IWTV. Is that correct? It should be. Yeah. Okay, well, no. No, it's, it, I, I believe it is. Unless it, it, I, I would say it is, unless something changed. But it, it absolutely, like, it, I'm very confident it's on IW. Great. So make sure you go check that out. Um, I mean, it's definitely worth your membership. Uh, the show started off with a <clears throat> with a three way: JJ Garrett defeating uh, Alfonso Gonzalez and Megabyte Ronnie, which um, to me, and I know I said we're gonna go through the results, but Mega Megabyte Ronnie. Um, uh, he was just as he walked out. He looked impressive. He looked pretty big compared to you know. Did you like his hairy chest? Uh, I I was definitely paying a close close attention to his hairy chest and back. Are you a hairy uh, chest? Are you a hairy chest and back guy? I mean, how's your how's your situation? Do, do we need to? No, no, we don't want. To. No, we no, might no, get no, censored. No, 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 no yeah. but we yes. want the, the videos to stay on YouTube. So, <laughs> of course. 
Yeah. No, I'm I'm done with the with the hairy chest. Um, but the the way the light was hitting the guy, like he, it made him look extra hairy. I think. Um, <laughs> and the whole Maybe time he I was wondering, before he sprayed some water in there, <laughs> to make it glisten. I was wondering, is he going to wrestle with a fanny pack the whole time? Um, but what was in the fanny pack, Chris? Two hot dogs, two crumbled up hot dogs in there. At least. <laughs> just, just imagine, like, yeah. I, well, the buns were shattered. I mean, if you're, if you're, you, you would think so, right? If you're like bumping around, those buns are probably being destroyed, right? Like, I don't know how the how the buns hold up in there. But he had a couple glizzies in his knapsack. Had yeah. a couple wieners. Um, and uh, you know, again. JJ Garrett, I think it's a a freelance underground favorite for sure. And uh, introducing Alfonso Gonzalez to the mix, which of course he's nonsense. I think it, it worked out for a great match here. Yeah, there was some wieners being thrown around. There was a lot of antics in this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like a, a triple threat, but it was also like there was some some humor in it. To kind and of and like... to mention, like the you know, um, I did say that uh, Megabyte Ronnie was was pretty tall. The what is it the 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 air ducts like definitely like made the uh, the height that you could reach in that building um <laughs> pretty pretty low. I don't I mean, think Ray Phoenix Ray Phoenix would survive in this in this in this ring. <laughs> he would just knock himself out unconscious if he was. Yeah, that, I mean there were a couple of instances throughout the night where it's like, oh, that was pretty close. Is he going to clear it? But I mean, everybody did their job safely. Uh, but it was definitely one of those factors uh, that you had to be aware of. Yeah, you know, during the match. Yeah, there was some, there were some frog splashes going on, but you know you don't need to. There's no flipping. You don't need to get up that high. You know, with your with your frogginess. So there was a, there was some there was like some second rope stuff going. Yeah, second for rope sure. is very friend your friend in, in this venue. Yeah. Then we uh so that match got followed up by uh, Heather Monroe defeating Blair Onyx. Yeah. Can I say that Heather Monroe is a is a absolute asset to this roster? Like. She it's it's great because she moved here. It's almost like she's just like been like a, an extra awesome bonus, you know. Yeah. It's like when you're playing like a Madden franchise and you have like a really good team already, and you're like, oh wait, I can sign this free agent and he make my team even better. It's like yeah, let's insert someone who was getting booked out west right into the Midwest scene, and she's just really good. She's really convincing in everything she does. Um, even with even, I think that to I think that with a little bit of these shows, sometimes, sometimes it with show certain shows, um, when people are trying to play in the ring and say and do a little humor, like sometimes it might everything might not hit, like all your jokes might not hit and stuff, and mm-hmm. sometimes there's kind of that awkward silence. But you have to be convincing in like what you say and and like your jokes and stuff, and like Heather Monroe was like do like she kept saying the word squish to mm-hmm. so, to Blair Onyx the spider and stuff and she just was like committed to the gimmick the whole match. She just right. kept like doing stuff She's like comfortable that. Comfortable with her character and the character she was gonna play during that match and definitely exactly. playing off of the spider thing. Yeah. Yeah. And she stuck with it. You gotta mm-hmm. like she stuck with it the whole match. And like there was I think like as the match progressed and as the show progressed, the crowd like loosened up a little bit, and they start laughing at a little more things, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of funny." But even though like maybe the first time she said it, it was like silent, if that makes sense. So like you just you just kind of like stuck and was committed to it, 
And like, like I said, like, I don't know if the like, I'm not going to say the roster didn't need her, but like now that she's here, it's just like, you like injected like almost like mini steroid into this roster. And it's just, especially the women's division, not that freelance underground doesn't do mix. They doesn't do mixed gender. They do, but it's just like, this is like a, a really nice bonus that we are really happy to have. I think. For sure. And that's a perfect segue into the next match, which was, uh, which was a intergender match. Alice Crawley with defeating GPA. So seeing GPA back in action. Yeah. Um, I, was I, I mean, it's, it had been a while that I hadn't seen him, you know, so uh, definitely the- hearing his music and, and his cockiness and, and then him getting beat up was great. This is a big win for I didn't I I thought GPA was gonna I, I guess I'm just like you know it's GPA GPA usually finds a way to win mm-hmm. uh, really big win for Alice Crowley here she's kind of got this the the punk rock look um, yep. which I think is kind of missing um, from that roster really there isn't too heavy ish punk rock look and I feel like freelance. And Freelance Underground have that punk rockish flair, especially at Logan. Mm-hmm. For uh, sure. It feels like it feels like punk rock hip to me, hipsterish. Um, and she, I think she she has that style and what goes toe to toe. I mean, GPA can make a lot of. GPA is a huge part. I'm not not taking anything away from Alice Crowley. GPA though is it is just a huge part of these intergender matches because he works really well with anyone, male or female. Um, so. I just I did not expect him to go down, but hey, man, I, mean, I guess you can't sneak your way out of uh, uh, you know can't sneak a victory every time. So for sure, um, that was followed up by the tag team title match, the Brothers of Construction, um, going up against the Bang Bros. Yeah, what do you think about this around. one? <laughs> what do you think about this one, man? I mean, definitely. Um, I, I don't know, right? Because I came in like not digging the um, the clowns, you know. Like it, it's just, um, I guess I was I was just, you know, as a fan, is like, oh, I want the Bank Bros to 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 take these titles or whatnot. Um, but I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it because there's always a lot yeah. of that like clowny stuff. But at the end of the match, it's like, man, you know what? It was good. Like part of it was like. I'm not sure if I'm a huge fan of, of too much of that, uh, the clowning around stuff. Uh, but I'm like, at the end of the day, they, they know how to pull it off and, and they definitely involve the crowd and, and, and teasing the crowd and stuff like that. So I think mixed feelings is a great way to put it. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, like, uh, rough, R- is just like, we were talking to him after he's this yeah. super, super cool dude. We knew he was before we even talked to him. Um, uh, and, but I, I'm very mixed on them. I'm very mm-hmm. and like like I said, this is a positive cast, right? We can yeah. keep things positive. I'm very very mixed. Like when they got into the ring and the Bang Bros came out with a fire and fury, I was like, I wouldn't mind if they just the Bang Bros just beat them like two minutes in. I don't know why. Like there's a part of me we love the Bang Bros, but I think there's a part of me that wouldn't mind if these clowns got their kayfabe speaking. Wouldn't mind if these clowns got their ass kicked, like, and almost like squashed two minutes in, just because, like, I don't know. I'm very mixed on them. Like, they're really good at at their gimmick, but I I wouldn't not mind seeing another really hot tag team like beat them. Is that is that fair? I, that that is that is fair to say. 
Okay. So they're really good at what they do, but I, I I'm I'm almost over their shtick <laughs> a little bit. Like like I'm well, kind of getting I mean, over we'll, their shtick. We'll definitely talk about pick and pop, right? Who yeah picked this, up so, a huge win. If we're gonna if those are the two teams to clash next, I know what which side I'm on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, but before we even talk about pick and pop, uh, there was the independent title match, Storm Grayson against Wes Barkley, and that was a a win that was picked up by Storm Grayson, so he's still the champ. Um, Still convincing. There was Uh, a – how about Drizzle? (laughs) Drizzle. So there was a a person with a mask on. Once again, totally okay if you want to wear a mask. I'm not hating that. COVID mask, not a luchador mask, because then the bartender was wearing a – no <laughs> By the way, when I was in yeah, Ilo Mujeres in Mexico, I was able to recognize. Did you see that snap I sent you with uh-huh, the uh-huh. mask? Yeah, yeah. Did you know anyone else in that in that row? There was like nine of them. Maybe I, I did. And I started listening, but I'm like, well, then I, I gotta tell you which color is which one. So it was like Fisherman was there. Uh okay. he's the one with like green and, and, and yellow. Okay, I know. Um, okay, I remember seeing him. There was I I just remember there were others, but I'm like, oh wait, La Parca's there. You'll recognize La Parca. Well, La Parca was like a there was like a stuffed La Parca. I was at this bar for sort of people who are listening are like, what the fuck is going on? I was at this bar in Mexico, and there and there was these nine lucha uh, heads with mask on, and then there was a La Parca doll. But I was like, oh, I know three of those heads. I knew like obviously Blue Demon, Mil Mascaras, and El Santo. That's like, Mm -hmm. I think any white dude who likes wrestling can probably pick out those three. But then I was like wondering who the rest of the guys were, um, so I had to send you that Snapchat. But yeah, one day maybe you'll help me fill them in. Uh, what were you we talking about again? So oh. you, you brought up Drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> so there was uh, there was this there was this. He was like help, he might have been a trainee or he was just kind of helping, but he had a COVID mask on, like a, a face mask. And at first, when we first saw him, we thought he was Storm. Cause he had like the same haircut and like right, the same right. facial complexion. But then we re- then so we waved to him and then we realized, Oh shit, that's not storm. So then later on, I think he like took a bump too. Uh, oh yeah. And- well that, that was like, yeah. Towards the, the main event of the Calvin Kelvin match. So he if he's not storm, but he's like a mini storm, we were calling him drizzle. Right. Yeah. Cause Get we it. didn't know who he was, but he, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's just storm's little brother. I don't know. <laughs> Light, like steady showers or, or light showers or, or drizzle or drizzle, I think works, but like not a storm, some kind of rainfall. Right. Um, but again, <laughs> so looking at the timestamps of these matches, dude, I mean, this is the longest match so far in the card up at this point with a 10 minutes, 55 seconds. Yeah. FEU independent champions, Storm Grayson. I mean. He's that's your if that's your intercontinental title that's your workhorse that's title your workhorse right? yeah and he is that he's he's still looking great every time I see him he's just got that presence about him so right and now we go into pick and pop right defeating um, the Philip Marino experience dude pick him I t- I talked to Darius after I was like I knew that they were comical I knew they were funny because w- when we had them. On the podcast, mm-hmm. it was like a very funny episode. Um, but they seem so comfortable in the ring, and they got funnier. They are like hilarious now on the ring. They're, they're like, still heels, but still they're heels. funny. They're funny, right? Heels. And, and I think that's um, 
when you get to that point, it's like, okay, crowd is accepting you a little bit more. Now they know who you are. You've established yourself. Right. You can do something else and you're comfortable with, you know, with this team, right? Because initially they, it's not like they've been teaming forever. Um, so they're, they're comfortable with each other and they know how to play well off of each other. So yeah, I, I definitely saw, and again, I don't know if I was just because I, you know, I listened to, um, when you were on solo with them and yeah, I think I messaged you mid, mid episode is like, like it was, it was a different light that I got to see them under. Yeah. So now I was like, I don't know if I need to remove that lens and look them, look at them differently, but I'm like, that's perfectly fine. Like if they're funny, their heels, they're um scrappy and still pulling out the shanks and you know yeah it's still like within their stuff. gimmick yeah it's still within absolutely. their gimmick of like darius has the basketball-ish gimmick and like coda is like the the convict gimmick and coda is like the younger brother to darius's um older mm-hmm. so they still play within that but they make it and they still they're still heels but they they turned up the comedy of it it's like a really nice mix and like they're so comfortable now. So it's like it's like effortless for them sometimes. And PME is also such a fun team. Yeah. Right? Give credit like, to them too, because you need PME to be yeah. They were like playing off of PME's outlandish stuff. So like that was very vital to this match as well. Um, but I'm just like so impressed with Pick and Pop's growth, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then that this takes us into you know the submission or surrender match, which I honestly thought this was going to be the main event, but it wasn't. Um, it was Project Manage. Manage. <laughs> <laughs> I could even say his name. Uh, Don't say it. Manage you to say it. Against uh, Mad Nix. Mad Nix having uh, James in his corner and Monix having uh, Chico in his corner. Right, and they're there as their cornermen to throw in the towel to surrender or submit. That's the only way that you can win this match is if your towel men, mm-hmm. your your partner, your manager throws in the towel for you. Exactly. Yeah. Where do you want to start with this, man? I mean, I feel like we could do a whole episode just on this, <laughs> but I think we'll try to keep it summarized. So, so right, let's just summarize a little bit, right? Monix doing his big retirement. Um, everybody's invested, everybody's supporting Minix, you know, for riding off into the sunset. And he does not, right? At at the end of the show, a couple months ago, or a few months ago. It was um, a it was a bit ago, probably. It was a bit ago. But time flies. I get what you mean. Recently. Right. So he gets handed SNO like a recognition award of whatever, the the old original FU championship. But he uses that and he hits not just Mad Knicks, but, you know, Andy Two Juice. And then he cuts a promo saying that he's not going anywhere. He's here to stay and pretty much F you all for believing that I was retiring. Yeah. I need to go get my charger really quick. Okay. All right. My, my go. computer's dying. <laughs> Hold on. All right. I'll keep talking here. Um, so he does that. And then that leads into. Um, a few matches against uh, Matt Nix, and then that eventually leads into this uh, this match, the surrender submission of our surrender, and uh, obviously uh, James gets involved because whoa, Charlie, don't take off your shirt now. We said we we're gonna keep this 
Okay. I was just saying that. Please don't take off your shirt. We're going to keep this no. available for YouTube. No, no, no. I don't have this a hairy chest. <laughs> no, no. Um, um, so, yeah, I was just saying that, um, you know, James is involved now, and so is Chico as, you know, Monix's buddy. Um, Chico is in his corner, and, of course, you know, there's it's public that, you know, James is in charge of Freelance Underground, and he has taken over Freelance wrestling so correct you know he comes out with a purple poppy shirt um you know mad nicks um and then the funny part is, is that chico comes out dressed as uh james russo uh with the suspenders the um the maroon dress shirt um glasses yeah uh all the whole nine yards and you know like i definitely like cracked up when i saw chico coming out as as james russo as as the you know as in monix's corner um so that was the the quick summary of of where we are at this point yeah and monix yeah so while the match was going on it was brutality basically from start to finish i mean this has been a, a few that's been going on for five months maybe um maybe probably longer than that whenever that it kind of started when monix turned um and you need to end up i think a feud this big can only be ended in such a big fashion and there was a lot of like shoot like almost kind of shoot comments slightly shoot like kind of pulling back the curtain comments that were happening as this match was going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like Monix has, he's done in his mind. He is completely above any sort of professional courtesy in the wrestling business anymore. So Mad Nix is a good human being. He is a, like a professional, nice gent, like person. Um, yeah, maybe in wrestling that doesn't get you exactly where you want to go. Um, so I think Monix was trying to be the the opposite of that. He's saying like he's like I am what I am what you want to be. That's what he's like. He said to Nix like I like he Monix just doesn't give a fuck anymore, and he thinks he's ascended to a, uh, another level and thinks he's a god. Um, so there was some blo- some like bleeding going on. There was kendo sticks. There was people being handcuffed. Um, things like that. But Monix was taunting Nick's a lot during this match. It was like he was handcuffed and being getting his shit kicked in, but also taunting Nick's as it was happening and saying stuff that would resonate maybe outside of a ring. Yeah. Um, so that's where like I was, I, I called it a masterpiece. Maybe I shouldn't have tweeted that from our account, but I loved every second of this. And that purple and I, handcuffs. Towards the end, purple handcuffs. <laughs> the details, the details. Um, I honestly don't even want to give away the ending if you haven't seen it. Like, I think it's that fair. Good. Fair. I think it's yeah. that good. You, you deserve um, to watch it. Yeah, and without I, knowing the ending, there's many layers to it. Um, let's just say that you know the. James, we talked to James after he talked about the rule of two. There's a master and there's an apprentice. Um, I guess I'll, I'll leave it at that. But Nick's wanted to do things a certain way, the right way. Monix has thrown all that. Since Monix has turned his back basically on that company, 
he just doesn't give a fuck about anything anymore, basically, except himself. So Monix wanted to win the match a certain way, and Nick's wanted to win the match a certain way. And uh, some people uh, disagreed with the way that Nick's wanted to end it. And, um, and both credits are both for just putting themselves through hell. But I almost don't even want to give away the ending because I think well, I mean, all, there's all a promo say, after two and it explains it really well. Right, right, right. For sure. Check out the show. Definitely recommend it. You know, recommend the show in its entirety, but definitely this is a match that you want to go back and watch. And all I got to say is that, you know, whatever happens next month, um, Chico deserves a match. Um, Chico um, needs to, um, you know, show his talents. Dude, um, he did. He was like, that's, that's, <laughs> I don't know how much IW, I'm going to let, I'm going to let you finish. No, um, I don't know. Please hold that thought. I don't know how much IWTV picked up. But I was watching as much as going on in the ring as I was watching outside of the ring. The interactions between Chico and James were as good and entertaining. It was a different level because, like, brutality was happening in the ring. But it was just, like, so entertaining to watch Chico. I could You just watch Chico that whole match and be entertained. Like, he's earned himself something. I don't know what it is. But exactly. he's earned That's something. exactly what I was going to say. I don't know what's, yeah. what's next, but he def- definitely, like, you know, and throughout the whole feud and, and the match and, and everything, like Chico definitely deserves something. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know where he, no. no, hashtag Viva La Chico. And this is not like, like we're Chico supporters too, but we also, we'll also rib him on this podcast and like he'll rib us and stuff. But this is like 100% serious. Like he did a fucking great job. James, everyone in that match, all four of them. I, I messaged all four of them after and I was just like, Holy shit. I don't know yeah. what I just watched, but it was really good. So well <clears throat> to to a surprise, um, this was not the main event. <laughs> because we we had a you know a heavyweight title match, the FU heavyweight title on the line, the champion Calvin Tankman going up against Joshua Bishop. Now it was a hard match to follow, the submission and surrender. Correct. And and I think they they knew that, and they definitely went all out. You know, brutal match we were talking about, and this will kind of lead into something we'll, we'll kind of leave you guys off with. But, like, if we were talking about, you know, matches paired up as food, you know, as items in the buffet line, this was definitely, you know, your heavy hitter, your um, – I don't know what kind of buffets you go to, but – your plate in this one definitely had like a cheeseburger and a steak and maybe some bacon on the side. It was full of protein. Meaty men slapping <laughs> meat. <laughs> exactly. Um, this is where uh, Drizzled got a uh, power slam on the floor or something. Drizzled got hurt. Drizzled got hurt. Um, um, they, they went outside, though. They, were they went outside. Mm-hmm. They, they were like, how do we follow the submission surrender match that had months of story in it? And they're like, let's go fucking fight outside. And then the whole crowd followed. They're like, oh, shit, let's go fight outside. So they, they tried all the shit to try them. And it was a good match as well. But they were pulling out the stops. And this is where um, Tankman did the uh, frog splash off of the second rope. Yeah, not really solid frog. Like, the, really solid frog splash by Calvin Tank. Second rope frog splash. I don't know if many big men do that. He should just – I don't know if that's, like, his signature, but he should – 
continue to do that because it was great. Yeah. Um, and he picked up the win. You know, he's still the FU champion. So that kind of concluded the entire show. And 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 again, it was it was a really really good show. I mean, not not just saying it because because we were there, but also because we were there. <laughs> and uh, you know, we got to experience some live wrestling. So why not? And uh, you know, again, you know, it all goes back to the performance that happens in the ring, but the story te- the storytelling and 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 the follow through and the payoffs and all that stuff. Like it all kind of. And on top of that, just the venue was a cherry on top of it all, right? Like, great venue, great place. Um, I had a good time. Yeah, we ask people all the time. When we do Buffet Line episodes, we ask people all the time, what do you love about wrestling? That's, like, one of our first questions that we ask in the salad bar section. And to if we were to answer that question, we would probably say the storytelling. And the, that match at the Mantis, the submission surrender, was full of it. It was chock full of storytelling. You almost didn't need to do move like there was points where you didn't need to even need to do moves. It was just Nick's and Monix yelling things at each other, and it was still great. Um, so, yeah, I was very pleased with our trip out to Thornton, Illinois. For sure. <laughs> um, anything else, Charlie? Anything else you want to cover? I mean that that is for the the recap itself. Like we went through pretty much every <laughs> match of this show one by one. Um, it was yeah. This is we're only at the thirty-seven minute mark. I don't think I think I don't think people are too bored yet. Hopefully, um, uh, if you're listening to this and it hasn't been Saturday, June fourth yet, I think Tyler'sDayOff.com is something we want to plug. Um, but there is uh, follow Freelance Underground on Twitter. Just type in their name, you'll find it. Underground without the vowels. There it is. And if you're watching on YouTube, it's right on your screen right now. Um, Chris is really good at that, and. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it was uh, it was it was totally worth the trip, honestly, to Thornton Distillery. So I would recommend it. Yep, and I think you so you did mention t- Tyler's Day Off. Uh, we're a proud sponsor of that show coming up. Um, right. So uh, coming soon, we are actually going to do some pairings of matches to actual um, wrestling buffet line food. So um it will be pretty fun let us know what you think other hard than to that, the gimmick we're hard to the gimmick <laughs> exactly um other than that as far as two heels and a face goes uh you can always follow us on youtube facebook instagram twitter at two heels and a face that's number two heels and a face you can check out our website two heels and a face.com and anything else charlie anything else that i'm missing no hashtag oh Freelance is home. Sure, freelance is home. Hashtag Viva La Chico. Hashtag Viva La Chico for sure. Absolutely. No, I guess we'll we'll catch you all on the next one. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks.